You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Hunter here. Hope you're all having a great night, day, weekend, whenever you're checking this out. We are in Halloween season. Woo! One of my favorite times of the year. And to celebrate, I've got another horror review for y'all. I've got a review for The Wrath of Becky, which is written by Matt Angel and uh, Susan Coote, and is directed by Matt Angel and Susan Coote. Now, if you listen to my original review of the first Becky, which came out in 2020, which uh, starred Lulu Wilson as Becky, uh, she's back again playing Becky. But uh, uh, okay, I have to do this. If you've listened to the podcast for a decent amount of time, you know I hate Kevin James. I think Kevin James is terrible. It makes me very sad that Chris Farley has passed, not just because we lost an incredibly brilliant comedic mind. But if Chris Farley was still alive, Kevin James would probably not be a thing. Because because I I would bet money that's heavily why he's a part of the Adam Sandler crew. Because Sandler wanted someone to replace replace Chris Farley. And unfortunately, the best he could do is Kevin James. But look, I've said it on the show millions of times. Fair is fair. I will always give props, even if it's someone I don't like. And Kevin James, honestly, you can make a case for Best Supporting Actor for Kevin James in Becky. He's fucking amazing and terrifying in Becky. So, I, I look, gotta give the devil's due. Again, not a fan. Still hate him for Home Team and Zookeeper and all the other bullshit that he's done in his career. Uh, oh, God, true memoirs of an international assassin. God, I fucking hate Kevin James. Anyways, but... Credit to Kevin James for Becky. He is great in that. So, that original film was directed by Jonathan uh, Malo and Carrie Murnion? Murnion is what I'll go with. But, um, so they're not back for this one. I, I was I was actually surprised, to be honest, that, that they... Uh, that, that they weren't back because that first film was such a, you know, it's such a intense film. I, I was surprised that this had new directors. So this one, as I mentioned, is directed by Matt Angel and Susan, uh, Susan, uh, Suzanne, who's all good with Suzanne Coot. And they, as far as what they've directed, because I didn't recognize uh, their names, but, um, but Matt worked on the R.L. Stein uh, The Haunting Hour uh, TV series. And then Suzanne went ahead and worked on uh, The Open House uh, back in 2018. So a little experience between the two of them. But when I saw his new directors, I went, oh, shit, that's not good. And I got to say, y'all, I like this better than the first one. This is actually currently... In my top 10 films of this year. Now, look, I know we're only in October and we've got, you know, we've got another three, four months of things that qualify for Oscars, assuming they don't get pushed back and all that. I I get that. But when you talk about a movie that is this satisfying, 
Shout out to Nick over at the Afternoon Tune. I know he'll give me shit for this, but I, uh, when I saw the Black Phone last year, I was just like, God damn. Like, because Nick was telling me, you gotta watch the Black Phone, you gotta watch the Black Phone. And when I sat down and finally got to it, I went, God damn, this movie's kind of perfect for what it's shooting for. That's how I feel about The Wrath of Becky. So this takes place pretty much in real time. It's a couple years after the events of the first film, where if you haven't seen the first film, you definitely should. Um, but I'm about to spoil <laughs> parts of the first film for you. So if you haven't watched the first film, pause this, go watch it. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Then go back and listen to this. But, all right, you gone? Okay. Uh, so in the first film, we know that Becky lost her mom to cancer. And then she unfortunately lost her dad, uh, Joe McHale, um, who I think does a great who does a great job in that movie too. Um, we don't really see Joe McHale embrace his age in performances, just because he still looks like season one Community, which is fucking insane. But Becky loses her dad Dominic because of these neo Nazis, uh, and so a couple years have passed. Uh, it's two years have passed from the initial events of the first film and Becky is bouncing around foster care she's really just trying to stay off the grid she even says at the beginning of the film that she's doing everything she can to not be on the grid and just kind of live by herself and what's really sad about it is that the film does a great job of letting you realize that she'll never not be broken in some way. I, I really weird, weirdly compare this to the uh, Tomb Raider uh, reboots that uh, came out. Well, well that been to, uh, to the last Tomb Raider or the, uh, the reboot. I think it was 2009, something like that. Um, now, I gotta, now I gotta look this up. <laughs> but I, uh, but the film does a really good job. Oh, wow. No, 2016. What am I talking about? Um, but the film does a really great job of uh 2013 pardon me uh for the tomb raider reboot uh, the games but very similar to that game the film does a very good job of letting you know from pretty early on that becky is just there's going to be this part of her that's always somewhat broken and that's really tragic and lula wilson does an amazing job of portraying that brokenness and that sadness that she feels where she just has these flashes of violence because, you know, at the end of the day, she had to go to her most feral instincts to go ahead and survive. And you just, you feel that from her. And she's trying so hard to just, you know, exist. But it's hard. And it, it would be hard given what she's gone through. And the film starts off with her meeting this foster family who are just so excited to have this someone that they can call their daughter and the way that <laughs> the way that Becky is just playing it off as it's such a joke and it's very much fa uh, a facade she gets adopted by this this Christian family and oh my god I don't want to spoil it but that whole sequence is so goddamn funny and I was just giggling and laughing really hard the the, the film got me on that but she goes ahead and she ends up in the care of this other woman um, uh, named Elena. And what I really what I really love about her, it, it's kind of crazy. So you know from Black Mirror or from uh, Vacation Friends. She's great at Vacation Friends, by the way. But um, I 
I love the relationship that Elena and Becky have. And I'm not spoiling anything because this is in the trailer. But when Elena gets killed by this uh, this new group of uh, of <laughs> of Nazis, these sons of bitches, by the way. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the of the freaking uh, of the group. Oh, I'm blanking. Oh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to look this up. Oh. The Nobleman. There we go. It, it's very much their take on you know Antifa. Uh, and like the Proud Boys, so I will say, if you're one of those people who's nuts, who's like a giant Trump supporter, and you love those Proud Boys and the people who stormed the Capitol, this is not the movie for you. And you know, actually, never mind. This is the movie for you. So you should see this to see how much of a douche you are. But but this movie, it's not hiding its real world influences whatsoever. And the way that Becky, being 16, here in the movie. It's definitely aware of that and the way that that unfolds. And, I, and, I, and I'll leave that vague so y'all can go ahead and discover that for yourself. But the way that that breaks down and the scope of that and what their whole plan is, I went, oh, that's awesome. I really appreciate that you're, that you're speaking uh, to this. So I mentioned... I mentioned Kevin James in the first film being doing a great job, you know, Oscar, you know, best supporting actor worthy uh, performance. I have to say the same thing about Daryl, who's played by Sean William Scott. You know, Sean William Scott, of course, from the American Pie movies, uh, Leave the Weapon, uh, Southland Tales, uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the rundown. Um, but of course, you know him from Goon. And Goon Last of the Enforcers, which if you have not seen the Goon films, you need to watch them. Because they are fucking wonderful. And Sean William Scott's always been one of those dudes. By the way, he is my pick for Booster Gold. DC, James Gunn, get on that shit. You're welcome. He'd be a great Booster Gold. Um, He's terrifying in this movie. He actually scared me at multiple points in this movie. There is a... Because you get kind of that... That country Mac at the beginning, you know, the whole like, oh, you know, well, loud and proud, brother. Like, thank God we're taking America back. You know, and it, it, it sounds like sketchy and definitely racist, but almost like charming racism. You know, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like adorable racism, racism, kind of like, you know, it's like a five year old kid's like, oh, you have big lips, you know, talking to me. Um, <laughs> kind of like that. It's like, oh, that's racist. But oh, you're, you're cute. Um but then there's this turn that Daryl makes, and you go, oh, shit. He tells this one story uh, to one of the other uh, to one of the other members uh, talking about um, him serving in the military and his background and something that he had to do. And the way that that story unfolds, you go, oh, shit. It's so well done, and it's haunting when he tells the story and I just went oh my god this is this is awesome I, I love what the story is doing and how they're going ahead and filling these uh filling these characters backstories out without spoiling there is something that they do in here and they bring it back at the end in a way that I went I love that like I actually went I fucking love that you did that and you, I, you, when it happens, you'll go, ah, oh, that's what Hunter is talking about. 
but it's it's so it's so well done um that thing in particular now i gotta get to the violence so there is no bullshit one of my favorite deaths in a film this year occurs in this movie and i'll just simply say it involves opening a door that's all i will say but that death in particular i went this is awesome I went, this is fucking awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. I love that death so much. And the way that Becky gets into her zone, it, it really is like when you're playing, you know, uh, like a something like 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. I'm going to shout that out because I love that fucking game. But when you've killed, killed so many people in a row, you have a multiplier. And the way that Becky is getting these kills is insane. They're even more clever than they were in the first film. And there's a swagger that Becky feels where you go, where in the first film, obviously she's, she's a terrified, you know, scared, you know, scared little girl. In this movie, she's definitely a more confident teenager who has weirdly embraced that dark side of herself and acknowledges that she may never be normal again and it's really interesting how the character kind of reconciles with that internally through her actions it's it's really well done as you see becky's evolution um there is oh my god i i don't want to spoil any of the deaths but there is a death here i just i just had my jaw on the ground i was like what the fuck and in the best way um Lulu Wilson reminds me a lot of when I saw um, uh, Jenna Ortega in, um, in uh, oh god, why am I blanking on the freaking show? On uh, Jane, uh, Jane the Virgin, I want to say that's what she was on. Where you just kind of watch it and you go, yeah, uh, where she's, because uh, Jenna Ortega played young Jane on the show. But if you haven't watched Jane the Virgin, I, I would actually encourage you to just uh, YouTube some clips, but you watch those scenes and you go, Jenna Ortega is going to be something. Like, th- this young woman is special. And then, of course, you know, she gets, you know, X and Babysitter Kill a Queen and, you know, Scream and all that. You recognize how special she is, like, pretty early on. I feel the exact same way about Lulu Wilson. This young woman is going to be something. And it's really awesome that she's cutting her, t- her teeth in the horror genre. There is... There's a couple deaths in here that I just went, I'm so happy that this is happening in this way. I'm going to say something that might be a bit of a hot take. I liked several of the kill, Every kill in here, I would actually equate to kills in The Last of John Wick. I was so happy with every kill in this movie and the way it was executed. I went, I love this. And where this movie ends off in particular, I went, okay. I went, yep, yep, love that. Love what you're doing. Give do this. Do more of this. I I love I love every kill in this movie. And without spoiling it either, the first conversation on the phone, very similar to uh, Kevin James and uh, Kevin James's character and Becky in the first film. The first conversation between Becky and Daryl on the phone in this movie is fantastic. It is actual perfection. It, it really reminded me of uh, Denzel and uh, John Travolta in the uh, taking of Pelham 123. 
where all those phone conversations just hit in a way that you go, this is elevating the fucking movie. That's exactly how I felt about all the conversations between Becky and Daryl in this movie. Um, I watched this. I watched this. I went on a walk. And I went back and came back and watched a couple clips just to make sure I liked it as much as I did. And yeah, it's it's currently in my top 10 films of this year. I, I love this movie. Um, I can't give it anything less than a fan-fucking-tastic. I, I thought this movie fucking ruled. And I, yeah, Lulu Wilson, uh, a, a tip of a cap. Um, you're awesome. I can't wait to see where your career evolves from here. But yeah, uh, just props. Absolute props on this movie. This movie is great. It's on Paramount+, Plus, as is the original Becky. Uh, it's like 85 minutes. Um, yeah, 84 minutes for this one. I think the original was like 89. Back to back. I, I watched the first film before I went ahead and watched this one. Watching back to back is well worth your time. You will cheer. You will clap. You will have fun. Uh, yeah, check this out. The Wrath of Becky fucking rules. And everyone needs to watch this. Adore this movie. But uh, everyone, Wrath of Becky, have you seen it? What'd you think? Let us know in the comments. Uh, go ahead and follow us. You can find all of our links on our uh, our link tree at linktr.ee slash jhunterrealpineapple. That's R-E-E-L pineapple. Uh, go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. Uh, rate the show. It definitely helps us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Tune Up, and Samsung Podcast, to name a few, at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and uh, shoot me an email. Uh, let us know what you think of the show, if you have any questions, uh, review requests, um, yeah, le- le- suggestions. Uh, if you just want to say hi, shoot us an email. Uh, you can shoot me an email at jhunter at therealpineapple.com. You can follow me on TikTok at jhunterrealpineapple. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. Don't forget to like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're going to have more Halloween reviews up for you in the month of October, including all the reviews for uh, the Scream Saga so far, as well as a review for The Birds, uh, The Invisible Man, uh, oh gosh, what else? Uh, Ready or Not, uh, Fresh, uh, to name a few others. So yeah, we're going to have a, quite a few Halloween reviews for y'all. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Go get your booster. Or if you haven't gotten vaccinated, go get vaccinated. We're heading into winter months. Want y'all to be safe. And get your flu shot. I didn't get my flu shot last year. And that really sucked. I paid for it dearly. So get your flu shot as well. And don't forget everyone to keep it real. Yeah.